Hi, I'm James Brown. In case you missed it, this is the week that was at jamesbrowntv.substack.com. AJ nothing but a number. This is commentary from James Brown. Andre 3000 is back. To critics, he's known as one of the best rappers alive. But to most people, he's known for his massive records, like Hey Ya, as part of Outkast. 20 years later, he's releasing his first solo record with no rapping, no singing, just 87 minutes of flutes. He told GQ last week, I think uh, just in general, when it came to figuring out what we would do creatively and where where my creative juice is coming from within Outkast, like, there, there was a certain point where I just didn't know where else to go. You know, I didn't, like even now, like people think, oh man, he's just sitting, sitting on raps or like he's just holding or holding these raps hostage. Like, hey, I ain't got no raps like that. Like it's, it's, it actually feels, sometimes it feels inauthentic for me to rap because I, I don't have anything to talk about in that way. Like I'm 48 years old and not, not to say that age is a thing that dictates what you rap about, but in a, in a way it does. And like the things that happen in my life, like what are you talking, like I gotta go get a, a colonoscopy? Like what do you, <laughs> like what do you rap about? You know what I mean? Like my eyesight, my eyesight is going bad. Like I can't help but find myself fascinated and sad by the choice. I feel a little let down. I've been a fan of Andre since middle school. I saw myself in him. We're both oddballs. We're not captured by someone else's view of blackness and we both made our living with words until now. That, for me, is the hardest pill to swallow. There's a quote on the wall of my home office that I truly believe in. Never relinquish your microphone. It is your hammer. It's what makes you the leader. That's what Andre's doing, in my view. What do you think, and how does age shape creative expression? Leave me a comment at jamesbrowntv.substack.com or email me at jamesbrowntv at gmail.com. You can also leave me a message at 585-484-0339. On that note, I'm James Brown, and as always, be well. Sequel fatigue? This is commentary from James Brown. Over the weekend, the latest Hunger Games movie premiered. It's called The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It's eight years in the making. It was number one at the box office, making about $44 million. While that's a ton to you or me, it's a massive disappointment to Lionsgate, who made the movie. $44 million on opening weekend is about $58 million less than any previous Hunger Games movie. That's a dramatic drop. And I think a couple of things are happening here. This is the latest in a series of signs of exhaustion of the movie sequel culture that has dominated the last 15 years or so. The movie studios have become so risk-averse that they plow hundreds of millions of dollars in the second, third, fourth, and 18th editions of films, overtaking chances on smaller movies and ideas that don't come from an already established actor, director, or Barbie. Film studios have become a Cranberries album. Everybody else is doing it, so why can't we? And after a while, we got tired of it. Secondly, and most importantly, 
With inflation rising, streaming making movie watching easier at home, the theater experience decaying, and young people married to their phones. Barring some significant philosophical shifts, the future of movies will continue its long trajectory. I believe it will look like Broadway, an elite activity made for and enjoyed by a few. What do you think? And are you tired of movie sequels too? Let me know at jamesbrowntv.substack.com or email me at jamesbrowntv at gmail.com. You can also leave me a message at 585-484-0339. On that note, I'm James Brown, and as always, be well. Don't be that person. This is commentary from James Brown. A survey company called Skyscanner asked about 2,000 people what are the most offensive things that people do on planes. So we'll count them down. Number seven, switching seats or asking to switch seats. Number six, using both armrests. About a third of all travelers hate that. Number five, reclining seats. About a third of travelers hate that too. Now I hate this one. Number four, taking off your shoes and socks. About 35% of travelers are with me on this one. Do it all you want at home. Just spare me on a plane. Number three, I'm actually guilty of this one. And this is no surprise to anyone who knows me. Talking too much. About 40% of Skyscanner's passengers say unwanted conversation is a big problem on a plane. I'll try to keep my mouth shut next time. Number two is obvious anywhere you are. Don't use a speakerphone in public. Put your headphones on and call it a day. And the number one most offensive thing that people do on planes is groom themselves in their seat. That's painting nails. That's clipping nails. That's trimming your beard. It's all weird, people. Don't do that. Don't be that person. What do you think? Tell me in the comments at jamesbrowntv.substack.com or email me at jamesbrowntv at gmail.com. You could also leave me a message at 585-484-0339. I'm James Brown. I'll be back after the Thanksgiving break. So as always, be well.